Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John, and I am thankful for you taking some time to just spend with me talking about how we can make Jesus famous, leveraging technology and media around the world. This podcast is geared just towards that. That's why we exist. That is the the swim lane, if you will. That's what we do. And we are working in a lot of different places with a lot of amazing people. And that's really what today's podcast is about, is sharing with you what we are seeing from the field. Now, if you listened to last week's podcast, and if you haven't, I would really encourage for you to hit stop now, go back to that one, listen to it, because in that podcast, I share the numbers that I am now going to unpack today in today's podcast. This is a report from the last three months going up through June 1st of what is happening in 81 different countries among 210 different teams and accounts that we have access to to just see what are these overall trends that we're seeing around the world when it comes to using media to find those seekers in people's context. Now, we've looked at the data, we looked at the themes, we've looked at at the cost per click, and, and it does vary. And what I would like to do, because I like to keep these podcasts not very, very long, is to use today's podcast then to really unpack what I'm seeing and some lessons and some applications then that we can all apply as we look to this next quarter and really just as we continue to move forward. So the first thing that I believe the data is showing is that consistency is really important. It's not about necessarily spending more money, but it is about having more ads, not all at the same time. You don't want to compete against yourself, but it is important that you do not have lags in your the dates that your ads are running. Don't run an ad for a week or two and then stop for a couple weeks and then start back up. That, that's just seeming of the accounts that I see that are doing that. They are not getting the type of results that the other accounts in similar locations are getting when they are consistently running ads. So know what your ad budget is and then just make sure that you always have at least one ad running. Okay, don't don't take breaks like that. If it's something where maybe your people, your responders are going to be off for a little bit or whatever, then use a different ad objective. But always be running some ad. It seems that the algorithm rewards that consistency. Another thing that I think that the data is showing us is that it really varies greatly as to what field we're talking about. 
and this has part of been my part of my concern when we talk about media to movements is that we commoditize it is that we get out there and we just tell people oh you're going to run a few ads you start up a facebook page you run a few ads and next thing you know you have a movement that's just not true that's not the way it works it's not a thing in fact it's getting harder and harder even to set up the facebook business accounts that's the the maybe you could do some of those things in the past but anymore it is it's just not true this is not a magic bullet this is an unbelievable opportunity and tool but you may hear about certain teams or certain locations and say, wow, well, you know, they're, they're just running a Facebook ad and look, now they've got two or third generational type of church plants going. The thing is that for many of those ones that are out there that have seen generational success, they've been doing this now for a long time. For years, they've been doing this. For many of them, their first year or years was spent with a lot of just hostility being sent to them. But they continue to get better. They're consistent. They're persevering. People don't write books about doing all sorts of plants of, of growth, of, of massive things, of church planting movements or whatever else and write about all the pain that went in beforehand. They usually just talk about the fruit and the results. This is the same thing here with the media to movements. We need to remind ourselves that it varies by location and it just takes time. That's that consistency part. And we're going to talk more about time here in a bit. But different fields have different results. That's the key thing I want you to take away. So don't get caught up looking and listening to stories from other fields and thinking, well, why aren't we like that? Because your field is different and your people are different. I have felt this way for a long time when people would talk about, well, this is what's happening in China when we lived in Taiwan. And my thought was, you know, it's always going to look different. Every culture, every place, sometimes city to city or city to rural, it's just going to look different. So the field determines a lot on this. Another one is that I still believe in rejoicing in just doing all sorts of creative ways to do ads, offering people either that they can send in their prayer request or even just the fact that there are people who will pray for them or that Jesus wants them to pray to him. The prayer theme itself gives us knowledge. It gives us experience with running these ads and for your teams. It gives your responders opportunities to be able to learn as they're doing this. It gives you knowledge, though, even about the people you're trying to reach. I think so many times our ads don't do well because we really don't understand what is the right message for that right person at that right time. So when people give us these feedback and they give us prayer requests, it's telling us where their pain points are, what issues are going on in their life that they they want prayer about. And, you know, I had somebody say to me, well, we've been running some prayer ads and it's almost like a, a drive-through prayer. It's like a McDonald's or a Santa Claus prayer, I think is how they put it, which is we just sit down on the lap and say, oh, I want money and this and that and whatever. Yeah, I'm not expecting spiritual depth from these people at times. But what even in the places where it may seem shallow, they're giving us knowledge and insights if we'll listen and if we're looking to see what they say. The other part of that then is just the experience as you're doing this. 
and you will find people over time who are spiritually open. So I hope that this is a tool that you'll come back to over and over throughout your content calendar year. Another thing about the what I believe after looking through all of this data is what I was talking about a little bit earlier, which is just the idea of time. It is going to take more than what you think. I think that's just a rule of thumb uh, that this is not going to be a thing where you've run two or three ads and then all of a sudden you've just got a full-born movement. There are some brand new teams that we're getting to work with that are seeing good results in certain fields, in certain locations, but even there... There's so much to be learned. There's so much that needs to be optimized and to iterate on. So please go into this with the idea of grit and grace. You're not going to quit. You're going to give yourself grace. You're going to keep trying to learn and test and figure out in your context what is the very best right now. And But keep working at it. Maybe try different types of objectives. Try different types of lengths of videos. Type, use different types of Lumo or Jesus Film or Global Gospel or, or make something yourself. Use some testimony video. Just keep trying things. I At this point, I'm telling people expect to have to run at least 20 ads before you start to see any real just top of funnel results. All right, so it's going to take Time. It might take you a whole year before you even start to really see any real seekers. It's okay. Just keep moving forward. You are making people aware. You are getting the gospel out there. And yes, we want more than just that. But that is still good. That is a good thing and a God-honoring thing. So understand that this is going to take time. That's why I want you to date your campaigns so that you can look back over your data from a longitudinal, from a a large amount of time. How is this ad in this June comparing to last June and maybe the June before that? What trends do we see? Finally, I believe that this is maybe the most important thing that I want to share with you today, and that is for so much of what we do with marketing and Christian media marketing, we talk about funnels, and funnels are what we use to describe what we're seeing happening. So at the top of the funnel, it's wider, and there's more people seeing an ad, and then maybe there's a smaller number that's clicking to go to your website, and then that 1% or 2% who ultimately is downloading a buy or sending a message at some point. Yes, the numbers get smaller, and we use a funnel to describe that. But when it comes to your content and it comes to your marketing efforts, one of the things I would like for you to be thinking about is not a funnel, but a sidewalk. When you're on a sidewalk, you're on a journey. You're going somewhere. You have a starting point, and you're probably going to have a stopping point as well. But each one of those steps, each part of that sidewalk usually is the same size. It's the same thing. It's just moving in a direction. And so I think our content and our methodology would do well to think about as a sidewalk with steps. Where do we want people to go? 
Start with the known. That's why prayer many times tells us where they are. And then give them relevant pieces of content and media and opportunities to take small steps, but in the right direction. So know, you. this is the themes and the campaigns, know which ones you're doing, and know what would you want a person to do after they've watched this video, gone to your website, download a Bible. What's the next step? Not what you ultimately want for them, but what for them, what would be the next step? We think of that in retargeting purposes, like we send ads to people about how to study the Bible after they've downloaded it. But even in a less um, targeted way, just literally, here's the next piece of content. Here's another article from Got Questions. Here's a Bible story or scripture verses that we're going to put on there. Think sidewalk. Think journey. You'll hear me t describe this a lot about ad journeys, not just campaigns, but a journey, because that really accurately defines and, and expresses what it is that I believe we're trying to do with media, which is take them from where they are and help them as they are seekers to move to where they want to be which may, they may not even know where that is. So we walk through with them, giving them next steps, next pieces of content. Whether they keep coming back to the site, whether they see another ad, think about at all of these points where we're getting to, to have contact with them, what would be the next step? So in your sidewalk, as your responder, what's the next thing that you would say to them? What's the next thing that you want to have a conversation with them about? As you're meeting with them face-to-face, -face, what's that next step for them? As they're looking at the landing page video, what's the next piece of content, that next step in the sidewalk that you would want them to have? So I hope that you can take some time to really build out journeys and, and begin to think through this pathway of your seekers in your context of where they maybe starting at, and there's more than one starting point, but then think about what would be next for them. You can save replies, you can save different types of media and content that you can share with people, but all of this is a part of the sidewalk, the journey, the ad journey, the content journey that you are taking people on from that very first point of contact, maybe seeing an ad or a YouTube video or whatever it might be, to the point where they are becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. All right, well, I'm going to try to continue to analyze the data from what I'm seeing around the world and, and the, the, the data sets that we have. I'm continuing to look for themes. I'm looking for objectives. I'm trying to figure out what's working when let us do more of those kind of things. Thank you for all of you who have reached out, even just sharing what you're doing and what some of the results that you're seeing. That's very exciting, and I love to just hear from you and to hear from the field. We rejoice with you. So thank you again for listening to the podcast. Thank you for just your work that you're doing for Jesus. May he bless your efforts to make God known. May his son be known, and may his kingdom come. Until next time, take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.